Good evening, this is Quintus Curtius. Welcome back to the podcast. And in this podcast, I'm going to go back to a couple film reviews, something I haven't done in a while, and it's always good to mix things up, change things up a little bit. So I figured I would just talk about two recent movies I've seen that are worthy of uh, worthy of discussion. Because that's often the case. Sometimes you see a lot of movies and they're just not even worth reviewing, not even worth talking about. But uh, the two that I'll talk about now are both worth seeing. One of, one of which I liked more than the other, but they're still both worth seeing. So let's start out with the one that I liked the least. This is... Uh, this is a and this this one this movie was really a letdown for me because I I greatly admire this director. He's a German director named uh, Florian Henkel von Donnersmark, and he directed oh like in two thousand seven I think it was the the movie that is probably my favorite of all time, which was uh, the Lives of Others, and just such a fantastic movie on so many levels. So I had high hopes for this movie. I had heard a lot about it. Uh, the, the movie that, that I'm talking about, it's called, in the English title is Never Look Away. came out last year. Sort of a coming-of-age romantic drama film. So the English title was Never Look Away. It had a different title in German, which I, I, I don't speak German. I'll, I'll try to pronounce uh, Werk ohne Autor. I don't know if that's the right Work without author. I guess is the title in German. It's strange how they, they these uh, distributors, they pick different titles and depending on what language. I, I never really understood why they do that, but there must be some marketing purpose behind it. But in any case, this is a, a very long movie. It's like 190 minutes. So it's it's long. And I had high hopes for it because this director is such a capable, such a such a fantastic director. But to me anyway, it just it just... It, it just did not hit the mark. I'll explain a little bit about the plot, reveal the, just, I'll reveal just the basics of the plot so you can still enjoy it. But it's, it's one of these movies that spans decades. It starts out in the 1930s during uh, Germany, during the National Socialist period. And uh, just to give a very, very brief overview, it's a, it's a, it, the story centers around a young boy who later on becomes a young man. And it's the movie starts out where this young boy is being shown around a de, quote-unquote degenerate art exhibit in Dresden with his, uh, his attractive aunt, uh, who also happens to be a little bit eccentric. And uh, you know, essentially what happens is the, the, uh, the aunt is taken away and youth and basically uh, euthanized by the 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 regime's uh, euthanasia program which was one of the programs that took place during that period and um, you know the the doctor who's responsible for the her uh, her euthanasia turn is, is a guy named um, Seaband Carl Seaband and after the war is over, he's in a Russian prison camp and he has his own trials and tribulations and he survives the war and he takes up a position in East Germany after the war. Meanwhile, the young boy grows to manhood and he 
begins to study at uh, the Dresden Art School. He falls in love with a young woman whose father happens to be this guy, uh, Siebund, who, unbeknownst to him, was responsible for his aunt's euthanasia. So that's one of the plot twists of this movie. And, um, you know... So basically, this is one of these films where it, it, it starts out in the 30s, goes through the 1950s, and then it, it begins, it, has, it ends essentially in the early 60s. And all of the protagonists, uh, you know, they eventually flee East Germany and go to the West. And once they get to West Germany, the movie focuses around the, the search for artistic identity of this young man. This young guy. His name is Kurt Barnett, uh, Barnard. Kurt Barnard. And he's he's played by, um, I think, uh, Tom Schilling. I don't I don't know the name of the uh, the 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 stars. The male stars are Tom Schilling, Sebastian Koch, and the girl um, uh, Paula Beer. In any case, you know. I know that we're all supposed to just love these type of movies and all of the political uh, prologues and all this sort of, uh, you know, progression from, you know, the the Hitler regime to communism to to West Germany and, and, and all these associated themes. But for some reason, this movie just did not resonate with me. I just found it to be too long. The lessons that are revealed at the end just seem to be a little bit shallow and trite. It just did not have. It did not have the gravitas. It did not have the seriousness. It did not have that that real depth of meaning that his his first film, the the Lives of Others, had. It's not a bad movie. It's worth seeing. It's a very nice. It's very nicely done. Very nice period piece. It shows all the period. Uh, Kind of scenes from the 30s and 50s and 60s, so it's it's very nice in that respect, and it's a it's a very good it's a very very it's a very good story in its own right about an artist's uh, coming of age. If you just look at it as a as a story about an artist and his relationships, um, it's a very very good movie, and it also shows how uh, young men and women have to overcome obstacles and burdens and, and baggage and hurdles and for that reason it's very very good but I guess it just did not I it, it, it just did not resonate with me the same way that his first movie did the lives of others and again it's not a reflection on the movie maybe if I see it again in a few years I'll have a different view maybe it'll mean more to me then maybe I had too high expectations but I just uh, I, I just didn't I wasn't feeling it you know, uh, the the revelations at the end really just uh, were kind of just resonated in a very flat way to me. I was expecting more. I was expecting more at the end. But that's okay. It's still a good movie. I, I'm glad that I saw it, but I'll let you decide. See it for yourself and, and uh, make your own decision. Make your own decision about that. So that will wrap up our, uh, our review of, uh, of uh, Never Look Away. Let's move on now to the second movie. Let's move on to the second movie, which is 
uh, Ad Astra, which came out this year. I just saw it today in the theaters. And I really liked this movie. I really thought it was uh, it was exactly what I needed today. It was a very good movie, very nice, very nicely done, very well put together, very um, uh, kind of a very nice spiritual message in some ways. And the brief plot, uh, synop well, we before I go into the plot synopsis, you know, what I liked about this movie was so many previous films in the science fiction genre, you know, they, they assume or they try to awe us. They try to just overwhelm us with the possibility of extraterrestrial life. But you know what? Not many movies have actually addressed the alternative theory. What happens if, if there really is nothing out there? What if it's all just rocks and energy waves and atoms in the void, and we really are the only life out there. What what if that's the what if that's the truth? Maybe if that's the case, then maybe that makes it that much more important that we all have to learn how to get along with each other, and maybe we have to realize that hey, we're all we have, and we better make it work. We better find a way to make things work because there's nothing else out there. There's no escapism. There's no other escape hatches that we have and that's that I think is one of the the substratal premises of this movie and it, it was a message that I really enjoyed and uh, this is uh, probably Brad Pitt's most serious role and the 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 basic outlines of the plot here it's got a great cast too you've got Brad Pitt you've got Tommy Lee Jones you've got uh, Liv Tyler Donald Sutherland so it's got a got a very good cast, and the gist of the plot here is that in the immediate future, the Earth's uh, is being bombarded with these power surges that seem to be emanating from Neptune, the region of Neptune, and it turns out that uh, the movie centers on this this one astronaut, this uh, this guy, this uh, played by Brad Pitt. His last name is McBride, and it turns out that. Uh, McBride's father, you know, 17 years before, had manned a mission to the out, outer reaches of the solar system to look for extraterrestrial life, and he was never heard from again. So the plot here really centers around the, the government is now trying to send Brad Pitt, since he was the son of the, the original expedition's leader, out to try to make contact with this... this um, this presumably lost scientist in Neptune and try to figure out what's going on, just try to see what's causing these power surges because I guess if they continue on, it could possibly destroy life on Earth. So we find out bits and pieces of information along the way. And, and like any great story, it's a, it's a, a journey of discovery. First, Brad Pitt uh, takes off from Earth, then he goes to the moon, and then he goes from the moon to Mars, and then from Mars he goes off to Neptune. And what, what I really liked about the movie was just the realism. Uh, it, it's very, 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 uh, very nicely done, very realistic. I, I liked especially when they got to the moon. It, they, they, we find out that there's a lot of lawlessness and uh, brigandage and piracy on the moon. And even to travel around on the surface, you can be risking yourself. There are these roving bands of sort of a lunar Mad Max type of of environment, but not not done in a irresponsible way, but done in a very uh, a very realistic and believable way. And uh, like any like any great voyage of discovery, 
the journey changes the protagonist more than anyone. And really, as Brad Pitt goes on this journey to try to find his father, he changes and grows and he becomes more maybe self-aware in many ways. And um, it's just very, very nicely done, very, very well done. There's a good mixture of a good mixture of awesomeness of the, the subject matter, just the, 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 the infinity of space played, against, played out against this personal story of a father and a son. So it's very nice. Now this is not, I was tempted to try to compare this movie before I saw it to uh, Interstellar, which was a great movie that I, I admired very much from 2014. Um, this movie is not as ambitious as maybe Interstellar is in terms of its scientific wizardry and its um, uh, academic apparatus and the, the themes that it's dealing with. I mean, Interstellar was a very ambitious movie in many ways. This is more of a personal story. In many ways, you know, in many ways, this reminded me of a sort of a, a space version of almost of Apocalypse Now in many ways. This, this, this uh, attempt to sort of make contact with this, this, uh, this captain who's apparently gone crazy on the edges of the solar system and to see what what's going to happen at that time so we don't really know we don't know what we're going to find but we find out a lot we find out a lot and um there are some there are some very there are some very uh very good scenes in here some very realistic scenes some very frightening scenes there's a especially frightening scene uh, uh, where the um while the ship is on its way to um i think to the moon they have to stop with to answer a distress signal from a Norwegian spacecraft and it turns out one of the these uh, these uh, test specimen primates have, has has broken out and has, has killed the crew and it's just a very very disturbing scene to, to see that um, but um, yeah for a lot of reasons I, I, I recommend this of these two movies uh, uh, never look away in Ad Astra I would recommend Ad Astra. I mean, they're both they're both worth seeing, but this was the one that I liked. I liked the the most. So uh, enjoy it and check it out, and uh, you know, see what you think. You have to look upon movies as just another another way to sort of um, to sort of exercise your artistic muscles. You know, it's like going to a play or going to a show or something. Yeah, it's good to you know. Assuming you pick the right ones, at least ones that have something, some content that's worth talking about, it can be a very good way to add to your, um, add to your, uh, I don't know, your overall quality of life, I think. So I will wrap things up here at that point with that um, review of these two movies, Never Look Away and Ad Astra. So until next time. I'm Quintus Curtius. Good night.